You are listening to the Being Careful podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Quash, and it is, well, I guess I could just say that I'm back. Um, It's been a while since I have put out a podcast. It's been a little bit over a month, and it's been really um, sad that I haven't done it, and um, I'm excited to be back, though. I It's just going to be me today uh, talking a little bit about what I've been going through and what I've been learning, and um, basically wanted to give you guys a little bit of an update. If you've been trying to go on my website, beingcareful.com, or trying to email me to caroline at beingcareful.com, Um, my domain name was stolen, which is like so annoying and weird and I don't really know why, but, um, it expired on March 31st and I went to renew it on April 1st. I thought, I mean, I guess I should have renewed it right on March 31st, but I thought it would be fine to do it on April 1st. Uh, but as soon as I went to renew the domain name on April 1st, I was told that someone had taken it. And I reached out to GoDaddy.com because that's where I get my uh, domains from. And they said that, I think it's called HugeDomains.com, had bought my domain name, being careful. Uh, And so I got on their website and I went to see how, you know, what they were doing with, with my domain name. Why did they want it? And it's it seems as if they, well, I know for sure, they bought my domain name so that I would buy it back from them at an outrageous price. So they, they, that's basically what their business is. So they wait for domains to expire and they snag them right away if they're popular so that the person who owned the domain previously has to pay them way more money to get their domain name back. Some of the domains on there are for thousands of dollars. Um, And obviously I'm not going to pay that just for my website and my email. So bear with me while I am buying a new domain. I'm not really sure what it's going to be just yet, but as soon as I have it, I will um, obviously let you guys know. So there isn't a website right now. And if you want to get in touch with me, you definitely can. Um, whether it's through Instagram, uh, you can find me at Caroline Quash, or you can um, follow the podcast at Careful Podcast. And you can just message me directly through there if you have questions or comments. Or um, you can email my business account, which is carefulcandles at gmail.com. So I'm really sorry about that. It's really weird. That's one of the annoying things that has happened. Um, but that was pretty recently. So I guess I can just fill you guys in. Uh, recently, this is some news to some people who I'm sure follow me on Instagram. I haven't uh, announced this on Facebook or social media yet, but we plan to this weekend. So I figured, hey, I might as well be able to share it on the podcast. But I am pregnant and found out... I guess it's been a couple months now because I'm 14 weeks pregnant right now and I found out at seven weeks. So I've known for seven weeks and I've kept it a secret. Obviously, family and close friends know. But with that comes uh, a lot of sickness and I'm just really, really, really tired. 
Um, and on top of that, my two-year-old right now doesn't nap at all. So basically, I wake up when she wakes up and I try and put her down every single day, but she only lasts like 30 minutes in her room. And then I'm awake with her until she goes to bed at 7.30 or 8. And then at that time, I want to hang out with my husband. I want to relax. And then I usually go to bed by 9 or 9.30. So really, I don't really have a life right now um, because I spend all 12 hours of Marley's day with her. And um, it's really, really hard. And it's been exhausting and I'm not happy about it. It's been a difficult time for me. Um, just because she's not, she's not the easiest child. So I decided to take a break from the podcast because I honestly just didn't have time to do it. I didn't have the energy to do it. I'm still struggling. I was, I struggled to get this, uh, episode recorded as well because there's no really time for me to record it. I'm just banking on her staying in her room for, you know, for 20 minutes or so while I do this, um, but I didn't want to let you guys down. I had gotten some messages from listeners wondering where the show had been. I know I wasn't, uh, I'm not very active on the Instagram or anything like that and letting you guys know. So I'm so sorry. But um, today I just want to talk a little bit about uh, what I've been going through. Specifically, the path of least resistance is something that came up uh, in my mind when I was thinking about this episode. So The path of least resistance is something we've heard about uh, for probably a very long time, and it's a fact of nature. So, for example, they say rivers always flow around a mountain rather than through it. Um, Electricity always moves through a circuit's easiest route. Human nature is no different. And I got that from waynestyles.com. I read an article he wrote about why you should avoid the path of least resistance. And so I had thought about the path of least resistance and how humans tend to go with what's easier. Um, We take the easiest route because, well, it's easier and because it's more convenient. And uh, I found that I've been doing that a lot this past month, and it's really not a good thing for me. And I think that a lot of people will find that the path of least resistance isn't necessarily a good thing for them either. And I think it's because I've just been resisting all things that are good for me because I am so tired and because I'm so worn out with my daughter. Um, And it first came up when, you know, I wanted to come out with a podcast episode, but the energy wasn't there. And I was having these like little voices in my head telling me that I'm not good enough, that I'm a fraud, that no one cares what I have to say or what I think about self-care, the information that I put out isn't helping anyone, and I was, like, embarrassed of what, like, people close to me may think of my podcast in general and, like, my content. I don't know why, but my, I was going through this, like, downward spiral again of just, like, the depression and anxiety that frequently comes up in my life, and it was really taking over, and not to say that it still isn't, but I'm kind of, uh, at least aware of why this is happening. And so I think I've been doing too much uh, resistance. So I've been resisting the podcast. I've been resisting working on my candles. I've been resisting working on myself. I've been resisting uh, being more present with my daughter. I've been, I've basically been like just waiting for 
like trying to push through each day until bedtime because that's how tired I am and that's how worn out I am and how just, yeah, just depressed and anxious I've been feeling. So I kind of wrote down a list of why I've been resisting what I know is right. Um, and it's because there is, you think that there's an easier way to do things. Um, there's fear, there's denial, there's laziness, um, we resist because of lack of motivation. We resist because we think like, well, what will even come of this? Who cares if I do this? Who cares if I don't do this? Um, will this even help me at all? We resist because of negative self-talk. Um, whether you want to call them demons or not, you have those negative thoughts that come to your mind that you know you didn't come up with. Um, and for me, a big one is the assumptions about people's opinions um, and thoughts of you and your work. So I think right now I'm going through something where I think I know who I am. Uh, I'm not really sure if other people who are close to me are seeing like the changes that I've been making and the person that I'm trying to become. But I sometimes get scared that people are going to judge me for changing and for trying to make um, better choices in life and better just, you know, habits and stuff like that. I sometimes think that people won't like me anymore if I'm not the way that I used to be, um, which that's all just like the negative self-talk that doesn't want you to grow. Um, and I tried to flip it around and think, okay, well, what are the benefits of following the path of most resistance? So what I mean is to not resist. So that means like following that path that's uncomfortable, following the path of, of the things that you're resisting and just going at them and really working through them. That's really, really hard to do, but there are benefits of it. And even without me doing it, I, I was able to write out a list because I knew what it would feel like if I did start facing those things that I've been resisting. So growth is a big one. Spiritually, physically, emotionally, whether you are on a health journey, a spiritual journey, or an emotional journey through depression, anxiety, anything like that, the more you go towards the resistance, the more you're going to grow and the more you're going to feel so much better about yourself and you're going to see changes. So the second one, that's what it was going to be, which is change. Um, so that's a huge benefit of going towards the path of most resistance because you will change and you're going to change for the better. Happiness, inspiration, motivation, um, re reassurance and satisfaction, hope. You're going to see results and that's going to actually push you to have even more motivation and more satisfaction. Um, when you go towards that path of most resistance, you are able to really have a lot more hope and this can ignite your passions and your dreams and it's going to help you to just keep moving forward. Whereas, so it's going to decrease the stagnation and it increases a more fluid approach to life that doesn't feel um, exhausting or repetitive, which I feel like that's what I'm in right now because uh, as a mom, it's really hard for it to not be exhausting and repetitive. And when you're going through a season like this, where your child is not cooperating um, and you're also pregnant and you have no time, uh, it can be very, very easy to feel stagnant and to feel um, exhausted and feel like every day is the same thing. But if you go against that 
resistance. You can actually decrease the stagnation and you can really make things more fluid in your life and make things flow better to what you want to do and what your dreams are and what you want your everyday life to look like. So I find that it's it's been like maybe one of the slumps or a burnout, I guess you would say, but it always ends up teaching me something and I'm thankful for it. I'm still going through it, but I thought that this might help you guys just a little bit. If there's anything in your life that you're resisting, I encourage you to just move towards it and to try your hardest to not resist it and to just go for it. Um, because that's the only way that we're going to see change. That's the only way that you're going to really be taking good care of yourself because taking care of yourself and self-care is all about growth and it's all about change. And if we can't do that, if we are just stuck in our everyday patterns, there's no way that anything is going to change your circumstances, your health, your wellness. Um, It's just not going to change if you stay in your own patterns and your own routines and if you follow that path of least resistance that you know you just take all the easy ways out you just do what's easiest for you um it's not going to change and it's not going to bring about um you know a real genuine happiness for life so that's really all I wanted to say um today on this short little episode but next week I am actually having a really, really special guest on the show. Her name is Marianne Williamson, and she is a best-selling author. She has 11 books published, and her newest one is called Tears to Triumph, The Spiritual Journey from Suffering to Enlightenment, and it's a New York Times bestseller, and I somehow booked her on the podcast, and so we are just doing a 30-minute interview about her new book, and she's just so special and she is going to help us just to maybe open up a little bit. One of the quotes that I love from her from her book Return to Love is our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light not our darkness that most frightens us. She will be on the show next Thursday and I'm excited to start being back every single week with you guys please send me an email if you have any questions or guest suggestions or topic suggestions. Again, the new email address is carefulcandles at gmail.com. I hope that you guys have a great week and that you enjoyed this episode.